have an itch. <laughs> Let's get this started. No, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it Let's started. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I pay. Wait, yeah, I pay. I don't too. <laughs> Two fucking beers. That's how fucking tired I am. <sighs> Let's get this show started. Welcome back to Dubrow's podcast. My name is Beatriz Ceja, and I am here next to my hermana, Emma Ceja. And. Let's start with our week recap. Week recap. Week recap. Recap. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. How did you notice that? How was your week? How's, how's your week? My week was good. Um, besides that, it was Valentine's on Wednesday. It was very... I did something different. I did... The whole day was actually different. I did not wear black. Very good, Emily. Let the whole world know my nickname. <laughs> Thanks. Anyways, uh, I did not wear black. I wore red, which is the sign of love. Uh, I tried to give stuff to my coworkers, but that was an epic fail because I was very late to the game. But it was it was good, and the whole week it was actually really really nice. It wasn't that bad. People piss me off, but that's pretty much it. That's a regular week. <laughs> that's a regular fucking week in my job. Um, but other than that, it was it was amazing. It was good. How about yours? Mine was pretty good. Um, went by pretty quick. Well, it was pretty busy. And then we celebrated our niece's birthday on Valentine's Day. Yes, we did. So that was nice. Um, my husband got me a Starbucks gift card. Ooh, nice. For Valentine's Day, so that was nice to get. You can't go wrong with Starbucks. Starbies. Mm-hmm. You can't go back with you can't go bad with Starbies. You can't well, nah, that's what you get, bitch. <laughs> um I actually tell my coworker now that now I look forward to Valentine's because of my niece. Cause I mean before obviously I don't I don't like Valentine's and whatnot, but now it's like I look forward to Valentine's because of her birthday. Mm-hmm. So, we have something to look forward to. Exactly. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad that your week was good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty chill. Pretty what? Pretty chill. The fuck is that? Pretty chill. What did you try to say? Pretty chill. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, have you been getting feedback regarding the pod? Every week, I think we kind of talk about the feedback that we've been getting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. For me, at least, I got a feedback for getting dick pics. What about that? Just, you know, I guess Sneaky Links said, oh, you get dick pics? And I'm like, oh, shit. I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I do. Um, But as well as always, uh, what the things we should do and what we shouldn't do. And how um, to perfect ourselves. So every single feedback that we get, like always, thank you so much, guys. We do appreciate every single feedback and compliments and what to do and what not to do. I agree. We get really good compliments. And I love that we are able to 
work on this craft that we've decided to do. I saw this really funny video um, of another podcast and they like asked like, what, why did you think, why did you and your friends think that you could do a podcast and the girl goes, cause we're delusional. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's us. <laughs> wow, that's actually perfect. Wow. Um, so yeah, we appreciate all the feedback that we get. I did get feedback regarding us cussing too much. Honestly, I did too on our previous, um, not the one for Valentine's, but other ones, that I cuss way too much. And I was told that I cuss more than usual. No way. Yes. No way. And I feel like if you don't cuss as much as I do. I feel like I normally cuss. Like Dude, that's I, our language. Yeah. Like, I, I cuss all the time. But you know what I, you know what I have to say? Fuck that shit never gonna fucking stop no i'm just kidding <laughs> fuck 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 me fuck. fuck 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 no 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 um i mean i try my best i really do try my best but that's dude that's my vocabulary even at at home we're not disrespectful but we do use some foul language in front of our parents and they kind of use them too so it's a the, we're i mean we're kind of used to it you know what i mean like it's not something very bad that we think that I think, I personally think that is, is, you know, bad, I guess. I understand that, like, I, I used to always tell my youth poets that, like, if you could express your feelings without having to use cuss words, it'd be better. Because you don't need a cuss word to make something sound powerful. Okay. But... Uh, with that said, I don't cuss because I'm trying too hard. Like, I think I just regularly, normally cuss all the time. Dude, it, it, it's part of my vocabulary. Like, I try so hard at work. I try so hard to not cuss. Like, I try to keep that professionally. But with my coworker, the one that does the same as me, dude, I call I call her Way now. I'm like, hey, Way, like, oh, and she, like, she hears me cuss so much. Then I'm like, oh, damn, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's who I am. I'm yeah. trying not to be that, what is it, vocal? It's, no, not vocal. Uh, vulgar? Vulgar, yeah. I try not to be so vulgar, but it's just it's just part of me. And I, you know, at work, I'm very professional. And even, like, in, in sessions, I'm as professional as I can be. I do want my clients, sometimes they'll, like, say sorry every time they cuss and I'm just like no oh, like this bro, is no. the like the space where you're allowed to feel yourself and I feel like this is the space where we are allowed to feel ourselves I think that's part of the reason of why we started the podcast besides being delusional that someone would actually <laughs> listen to us yeah, yeah. is that we thought we could be ourselves the same way that we are when we bar. go out yeah yeah, yeah. And so I feel that sometimes that means that we cuss. Yeah, which is, I think, which is fine. My personal opinion, I think it's totally fine. As long as we don't get flagged Yeah. by how many cuss words we, we do, I think we're totally fine because it's who we are. Either It sounds really bad, and I don't know if this is going to either affect us or not, but you either love us or hate us of the way, by the way that we speak. You know, either bad words or no bad words or not talking properly or having a, a, a Laredo accent and a Laredo um, like slang 
because I also got a feedback of that that like someone said oh you totally can like you you know that you're from Laredo and that's fine mm-hmm. I fucking appreciate that shit I am proud to be from Laredo so you either love or hate and I think that the important part also is that, like, I know that me as a performer, I tell other performers, because, I mean, I do poetry competition, and I've all, the way that I, I've always felt like if I don't win a competition, if I have, like, one person that comes up to me and tells me, like, I really liked your poetry, I feel like, okay, that was a win enough because yeah. someone was able to relate to me, someone was able to connect to me, and I know that when you go through such things like depression, yeah. that is one of the most important things to feel, that you're not alone. And I think that's why it was very important for me, and you know, to have you also, like, it was important for me to be ourselves mm-hmm. in, in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so... Being who, who, the person that I am, that I'm very shy, and... I mean, I'm outspoken, but I'm not that outspoken like you are, obviously. So this is very hard. So being able to be myself overall is just, it's its amazing. I love it. Like, I, I love being able to talk the way I talk to you at a bar and stuff like that. Yeah, and if other people could relate, then you know even better that get that gives us even more empowerment to be ourselves in particular women yeah for sure <laughs> uh, if if women could relate i think that's even better because i don't know about you but i could say that i am not very ladylike oh hell no so oh, no. what would you say is is like being ladylike? Not cussing, I think. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, not cussing at all, or like, yeah, yeah, no, just not cussing, and obviously we are not that. Yeah, and I know and that I, well, I wouldn't change it for for the life of me. Like I, I don't think I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to be another, you know, fix that on me on myself. If that makes sense. And not that I am like. Saying that being ladylike is bad, I do think that there are some things where I am very ladylike, um, such as farting. I don't fart. I do fart all the time. <laughs> Dude, I fart? Okay. Story time. I fart and I snore. I do neither. I do. Every... Okay, because it's, I, it's like probably a handful. Every person, men or woman that I sleep with, like, right next to me, like, they, they stay over or whatever, I say one thing. I'm either going to fart or snore so loud because I'm <laughs> fucking tired because it's been a long-ass week. Just be prepared. The next day, they're like, dude, you snore, like, you were snoring so loud. I was like, I told you, I warned you. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to fake it. I'm not, dude, that's the first thing I'm, I'm going to say. I'm like, I'm going to snore so loud. And I'm not ashamed of it. I don't fucking care. I'm well, okay I'm shit. a lady. You and don't I snore, don't, don't fart? fart and I don't snore. Okay. Okay, that's a lie. I, I have sleep apnea, so yes, I do snore. <laughs> um, but no, like, I'm, I, there are things that, like, I, I understand that are, like, ladylike and I don't do. Cussing is just not one of them. <laughs> um, also, dressing up, I don't, like, I do like dressing up, but I don't like dressing up two times in a day 
So if the way that I like, let's say today's a Friday, right? Yeah. Like the way that I dressed to go to work. And if I were to go to the bar afterwards, I'm not going to go home and get dressed. Uh-huh. I'm going to go the same way that I am dressed when I went to go to work. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't. I know a lot of girls don't. I know a lot of girls like go home, they get dressed up. They like put on like the cute outfit and everything. I wish I was one of those girls, but I just do not like. It's not, a, it's not a good thing. It's a bad thing. I just have so much fucking hueva. Oh, yeah. Dude, I go to a bar with the same makeup that I had at 8 in the morning. Yeah. Like, that hueva. Yeah. And I wish I could change that. I, w- I really... Yeah, it's like how you're saying. I wish I could, like... Being single... And having, like, a bitch face... And not no one, like, coming up to me. I wish I had that advantage of being like, okay, you know what? I'm going to actually dress cute and I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to redo my, my makeup and my lipstick. So maybe I can get someone. Fuck that shit, dude. Matt, hueva, going back to my house and then going to the bar. It's like, fuck that. It's five o'clock. I'm going to go to the bar. Look, looking how I, I look right now. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. Like, me da hueva to like get home and get dressed and again like I do wish I could I could fix this about myself because I have very cute outfits that I have never worn because I won't wear them during the day but I will not go I, I won't change just so I could wear an outfit for four hours Mm-mm. I'm not gonna do it. let alone two hours or three hours no not gonna happen not gonna not gonna do it you know what um dating apps you obviously ask questions and whatnot they I've got in people that asked me so like what type of shoes do you wear like do you wear high heels do you do you wear really? sandals and shit like that like but like during the conversations and whatnot um and i'm like yeah 100 percent, totally i wear heels every day dude i wear fucking converse every single time i'm not at work yeah i'm not gonna wear anything else if i have to wear heels i wear it at a party or sometimes at work, but they're boots, way they're fucking combat boots. I'm gonna, I, I don't, I don't, and I wish, I wish I could do that. One of my coworkers, she dresses up every single day, and she looks beautiful every single. Dude, she puts on lashes every day. She wears her makeup. She she does her makeup every day, and I'm like, dude, I I love that. I wish I could do that. Muy apenas I put on mascara. And I'm yeah. like, dude, I wish, I really, really, really want, a ch- well, I want to change that, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to. I, or at least I don't think I am anytime soon. I put on makeup every morning. It's kind of like my zen mm. to put on makeup, but I'm not going to retouch my makeup the entire day. Yeah, yeah. I do my hair. That's my, the only girly thing that I do. Yeah, I try to do my hair. I feel like my hair is my greatest asset yeah yeah i think that's that too i think my hair is the only thing that if i don't wear if i don't do my hair i think i just look way more tomboyish than i am so i try to not wear chongos half the time well you were raised very tomboyish yeah 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 so i try not to because that's like i how i've seen other people get ready and stuff like that so i'm like okay i'm trying to change that about me but it's, it's very hard to 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 do that but at least my hair i try to uh i my hair yes i try to i try to do my hair every day i do try to do my makeup every day 
I was not raised tomboyish. I was raised, you know, very girly. Um, but I do feel like as time went on, I became... I don't know. Like, I feel... I'm, uh, es que es hueva, güey. Yeah. Literally, it's the hueva that we both get. Yeah. Which is the most horrible thing ever. I think if we didn't have hueva, I think we would be able to dress up every day. At least for me, myself. Right. I think... Yeah, I think it, it would... My hueva kills me to be girly girl and dress up nice. I mean, I dress up as much as I can, obviously black on black but um i really do wish i can do my makeup every single day or at least do it like maybe i don't know twice three times a fucking week i don't know but like you know start somewhere but i do wish i could do that i wish i could but it, it's literally my will for me I, I wish i could like redo or touch up my makeup throughout the day because when then at the end of the day when i look at myself in the mirror i'm like holy fuck no way i actually retouch my lipstick because um, what look is yeah. mi pelo y mis labios that's that's my price my como se my pride and joy yeah literally i will retouch my lipstick after lunch and in between like if i'm talking too much <laughs> that sounds really bad si no me quedo sick i reach i try to retouch my lips because i mean i've been talking or, or i eat and stuff like that that for sure i do retouch and I try to fix my hair during the, the day, too, because I have... Dude, having a mirror in, in your office is just very deadly. You have a mirror in your office? Dude, I have two mirrors. That's how much I love myself. I have one by my door, and then I have one, like, the... Like, los grandes, los que tienes en la mano. Like, los que así te puedes... No sé, like, the portable ones? Yeah. I have one right next to my computer. So you look at yourself every time you look at your computer. Dude, you know, you gotta, you have to love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be obsessed with yourself somehow. <laughs> and I also feel that a lot of the times I am not very ladylike to the opposite sex. And... I know that this has been a problem of mine since I, I could really only I could really only recall it becoming like a big problem um, when I was in middle school and all of the boys would say how much they hated that I would talk to them like I was part of the boys mm. and they would be like like no te queda like you know why do you talk that way or that I cuss too much or that I would tell them off and embarrass them in front of like girls because I mean I was I was the duff obviously yeah um oh. so <laughs> uh to them to the guys it was like dude you're embarrassing us in front of like the pretty girls and yeah. like it sucks you shouldn't do that yeah, yeah and I remember thinking like well why the fuck not you know what I mean yeah. but I do think that what also made me very offensive or what made me very I don't know, like a bitch, mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess you could say, to the opposite sex as time went by. Like, I guess I it, it was very, I guess in middle school, it was a very, like, I guess, tomboy stage, I guess you could call it, but not really. Aww. Um, I mean, like, I didn't have the Christopher Columbus haircut like somebody else that's in this room. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, um, how do we got to bring old shit back? 
Like I was still, I was still very girly, but I would talk to guys like very manly, I guess you could say. And then as time went on in high school and then I guess in college and even in my early 30s, no, not, not my early 30s because by then I had already like met my husband, but like in my early 20s, mid 20s, I was very mean to guys. Mm-hmm. I could say that I was the abuser in some of my former relationships, but I think that's because, well, and I, I met my abusive ex-boyfriend when I was in middle school, so, ha, huh, revelation. This is what we call a breakthrough. Um, so I guess, like, yeah, that's when I started being really mean to men, and to me, I've always said, and you know this, that I felt like nobody taught me how to protect myself from men, so I felt like I need to teach you how to protect yourself from men. And I've always said this, that I blame myself. For, for the person that I am. Yeah, that I, I blame myself for the monster that I created in mm, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> it was you. You're the one that made me who I am. Take it back. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it... It has its his its pros and cons. I mean, but yeah, I, I do think that you you made me who I am, and obviously all my past the past relationships and stuff like that. But I think you made me strong. I don't think you fucked me up. I just think you made me the strong person that I am when it comes to dating. I just feel like you challenge guys. Well, shit, I feel like you even challenge girls sometimes a lot. And it's almost like if you were like, well, if you're going to be strong enough to be in this relationship, then you better like put up with it. And I feel like that's what I created in you. And I shouldn't have. Like you find reasons to get mad at them. I see it. Yeah, I see that. And I feel like I created that in you, and I shouldn't have. I mean, it is what it is. I'm already fucked up in you. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I highly blame myself for is you having tattoos. I, I do no, I don't. I do blame you for that shit. I, I really actually do. don't blame myself for that. I was just joking, but thanks. Mm, I don't think honestly it. I think it has its, I think you and our brother-in-law, David, I think you both kind of created a monster when it comes to tattoos, just because when you, when I, I was here when you first got your first tattoo and dad uh, disowned you, so. No, dad disowned me with my second tattoo. Oh, not your first? Mm-mm. With my first, he was pissed, but like, he didn't disown me, he disowned me with my second one. Okay, well, see, I've never said this before, but because they were so pissed, on the first one, I thought they disowned you on this on the first one, but I got well my first tattoo I got it with mom. Oh, that's true. You and yeah. mom went to go get my first tattoo on my back, and then when I knew that was kind of my leverage, I'm like, <laughs> you know, like mom went fuck it, and then I got a whole sleeve, and then well I got my my second my half of my sleeve, and I I told mom and dad I'm like. So I got a tattoo. I got another tattoo, and they're like, hi, I'm Alisa. 
And I was like, yeah, like it's already done. And they saw it and they're like, pues ya que? Ya, ya lo tienes, ya que, lo ya que le hago? And then I finished my, the other half of my, my sleeve and they're like, pues ya estás grandecita. And that's when I knew that I was a favorite because they didn't give me so much shit like they gave you. Yeah. Well, I remember. And obviously David, our brother-in-law, also has half a sleeve. Right. And he has several other sleeves. So I guess how you guys both kind of, what's the word, like, not encouraged me, but like kind of like helped me get tattooed. <laughs> encouraged you yeah yeah Encur i guess yeah encouraged me to get tattoos you in a sense of i know damn well that mom and dad are not gonna get mad at me for getting a whole sleeve and david it's weird david because david has always been a big brother figure and he's always made me so tough like emotionally and mentally so because i would see him go get tattoos or at least like his half a sleeve I would see how strong he was of how, like, he would take pain. Then I'm like, that's a fucking challenge. So for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to go get a tattoo. And, like, I see him being strong. I'm, I'm like, okay, I, bitch, you got to be strong. You know what I mean? Like, if he did it, then you ha you can do it as well. And it just became my fucking um, therapeutical. It's very, very therapeutical. Yeah, it's very th therapeutical. I enjoy it it actually makes me feel very calm my back tattoo i actually fell asleep really i fell asleep because they took i mean obviously more than an hour i was half asleep and like i would like coming in and out of my sleep and they would have to like wake me up and be like hey like kind of have to turn around or like oh i'm gonna do this side like are you good i'm like i'm like yeah yeah dude i'm chilling like i'm enjoying this like so much that is so weird it is it's very it's very weird, but I blame you and David for it. Well, I'm very papelera when it comes to tattoos. I cry every... It amazes me. It amazes me how many tattoos you have and you still want to get more, but you're such a little bitch. I am such a little bitch when it comes to tattoos. But I remember that uh, when I got, like, yes, I got disowned with my second tattoo. Um, that's when dad was like fed up and like basically said, I am done with you. You will never call me again. You will never ask me for anything ever again. Were you away from the house already? Were you I living alone? I was. Not alone, but like, were you living out? I was. Yes, I think I was. Okay. Um, so I think dad came to his senses when, um, sweetheart, which happens to be our grandmother. I call, I call her sweetheart. Um basically said like well if you're not gonna go whenever she calls you and needs you i'll go mm, and i didn't know that yeah and that's when dad was like no it's just that i don't want you doing that to yourself or whatever um and then when you got your sleeve tattoo i literally was like i had nothing to do with this i i didn't i do not condone a sleeve tattoo i am not like i did not agree to this i had nothing to do with this i take no blame yeah. for you getting a sleeve tattoo honestly i think you've always said that because i always blame you and david for getting for me getting tattoos and you always say the same thing that you you did not you didn't have you had no part on my whole sleeve and my whole back, well, my, my back and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you you have little, well, I mean, I don't, they're, they're big, they're medium-sized tattoos. Yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It's my calming. It's my, uh, 
Oh, it's my adrenaline. Um, it's yeah. It's what it, gets you your adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah. It, it, when it comes to tattoos, that's my adrenaline. So I don't think I blame you in a bad way. I do think that for a while, maybe like mom and dad did blame me, but I was very clear. Like I had nothing to do with her sleeve tattoo. Like I, nothing. <laughs> well, at least I think. Uh, what age did you get your first tattoo? I think I was 18. Yeah, I got mine at 18 too. Yeah. But my my first few tattoos were super small. And then I went to towards my sleeve. I think I got my sleeve when I was like 20-something. And, I mean, tattoos are not very ladylike. Mm-hmm. Do you get, like, shit oh. for being a girl with tattoos? Yeah, I get... So, when I used to work in the middle of the, of the, of the mall, I did... I was never, not that I wasn't able to show my tattoos, but I didn't like showing my tattoos just because I would get so many compliments because they're they're beautiful. They're beautiful tattoos. But a lot of like, um, I guess, beliefs of older men and women that have like a very, what's it called? Like a old school you know, believe that they would tell me that I wouldn't, I'm not going to go to heaven because I have tattoos and being a female, that it doesn't look good, that what does it, what, what makes me think that when I get older that my arms are going to look nice or my tattoos are going to look nice and stuff like that. And I would simply always just just tell them, thank you for your compliment and have a nice day, sir. (laughs) Because I couldn't really say much, but, and that kind of, not scarred me but that kind of affected me in the long run for not showing my tattoos because I don't as much as I don't like people looking at me I don't like them giving me what's what's the word it's um their opinion their opinion yeah yeah I don't I not that I don't like it but it just it kind of like it hurts me I'm very sensitive in that way um, so everywhere I go, people want to know. <laughs> everywhere I go, people want to know. <laughs> no, everywhere I go, at least for work and, and stuff, I try to wear long sleeve or sweaters. But, yeah, I would give, I, I, I would get a lot of shit. I still get a lot of shit for having so many tattoos and being a, a female. And... Little by little, I mean, I do have my days where I'm like, fuck it. Like, I love my tattoos. I'm going to wear, like, a dress and have my back tattoo, which not a lot of people know about it. Show it off. Fuck it, you know? But, yeah, that shit does affect me. What was your mentality of getting tattoos as a female? I think everyone should express themselves in their own way. If me getting tattoos is the way of expressing how badass I am and how, like, chingon I am because I can actually take four hours of pain, then I'm going to show that shit off. Like, I'm going to... I think that... Dude, I love when I see females with sleeves. It's like, fuck yeah, dude, you're a fucking chingona. Like, that... I don't think we should... Because the society is just like, no, females can't have fucking tattoos or they can't wear this. And, like, hell no. Like, it's very different now how many females have, like, tattoos and have sleeves and stuff like that. I wish every female can have sleeves because that's how they, they express express themselves, and that's amazing. 
I, you know, I remember that mom used to tell me no one's going to hire you with your tattoos. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, like, telling her, okay, then I want to be, like, the first therapist with tattoos. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I was not the first therapist with tattoos, right? <laughs> but now that I get older, well, no, like, throughout my career, I would have to hide my tattoos because even though you're proud of something that you did and the decisions that you made them, society does shame you yeah. from the this proud feeling that you get mm-hmm. and yeah. you know like with you that you're like well my if my tattoos show that i'm chingona then you know i'll show them off because i am chingona yeah. but then you get an old man telling you you're not going to heaven and it's not very ladylike and you're like okay i'm gonna hide them now because yeah. i feel bad so even as proud and as high as we could feel for taking on like this proud role of a female there will always be someone that could shame us back to being like to feeling bad yeah. for being ourselves yeah yeah and it, and it sucks that it it's like that sometimes because you start not you start disliking the way you dress the way the the tattoos you have the way, the hair wait mm-hmm. how many like comp- how many what's the fucking word like the their opinions like how they would say like like you know because i had purple hair and it was like a full and i was like you know my my whole head was purple they're like ¿Cómo vas a trabajar así? Y, y, o sea, bien llamativa, y por qué? Que se lo and i'm like that's who i am and i love purple and i'm gonna fucking wear this shit like like with pride you know like i'm gonna work it in other words y tú también do like that you would you know being the profession that you had también te decían like yeah porque tienes ese pelo y por o sea no debes estar o sea no te debes de, de ver como te ves ahorita yeah you know con el con el con el pelo de todos diferentes colores because you've had it like that where it's yeah. all rainbow they're like no puedes y por qué y que se lo tengo and like fuck way like you know, for a minute, I was actually loving my purple hair and my rainbow hair, but you fucked it up because now you're saying that it doesn't look good with my profession. Yeah. But see, I I love that we don't let them win in the end of the day. Yes. Because. It still sucks that they do make yeah, us yeah. feel bad for oh, a 100%, bit. 100%. A thousand percent. But I feel that we don't let that shit get to us as much as, like, going all black, full black, you know, for our hair. Yeah. For going full black on our hair or, like, any other color, simple color, we don't. We still wear our purple hair and our rainbow hair. We don't. I mean, me, because my hair, my hair was really dead, right? But whatever. But I think we... You know, like, I think we don't let it get to us as much. Right. I, yeah, I don't let it get to me as much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, the the next subject that I wanted to bring up that I've noticed. So, see, like, with tattoos, I could honestly say that now I don't hide them as much. Because, to me, it's like, look, I paid for my bachelor's degree I paid for my master's degree I paid to get my clinical license and I paid you know to get trained as a therapist you are not going to tell me that I cannot like show off what I paid for I paid for my tattoos um but one thing that I feel I don't 
do as much anymore, which I wish I could change. And I will because I, I do think that it's very important. I used to be very comfortable with talking about sex in in my youth. I was very, I still am, like I am very sex positive. Um, I do think that it's something very important. I think it's something that it's very important in relationships. I think that it's something very important that people talk about out loud because we keep it from society so much that when sexual assault, you know, rape, unconsensual things happen, we act shocked because we don't know how to act because we were never taught Mm -hmm. about sex yeah and so i in my youth i was very sex positive Mm -hmm. i've cut down in the sex positivity (laughs) only because i feel like okay there's certain things that i maybe i should not share with the world um dude i'm like the total opposite i know yeah what you left behind i gained (laughs) honestly like i i love talking about sex so much not for the sense of like, oh, it gets me horny, you know? No, it's the sense of like, the way, I don't know, different ways that people enjoy themselves and enjoy their partners. How many times have I not asked you guys, hey, are y'all still having sex? Are y'all having great sex? All right, good. Because it makes me feel, and I actually told my my super off track, I told my coworker, my, the, my, my pookie bear, I called her my pookie bear. I told my pookie bear, I was like, dude, I asked my, my sisters and my brother, hey, are y'all having sex? And if they say yeah, I'm like, fucking amazing. I love that. I love that my siblings still have sex because that means they're still happy and they still love each other and they enjoy their, their you know, themselves, like, body-wise and stuff like that. I love that shit. She tried it in, on her brother, like, in, their, in her siblings, like, her side. They were like, are you crazy? the fuck is wrong with you why are you asking this and stuff like that like they just she's like we i didn't have like the same reaction reaction. and i don't think many people do no and honestly i and she's like you're weird for asking those questions for your like to your your siblings i was like what's because we're too close that's one thing that we're too close and i i i enjoy it i enjoy talking about sex i enjoy letting people know about my sex life as, as well because i there's i don't for me I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of mm-hmm. because if it, if it's one position or the other, I love everything about it. If that makes sense. I think that the more sex positive that we are, the more that we are allowing people to feed both male and female mm-hmm. to be able to vocalize what they like and do not like about sex. And it gives you also, what's it called? Um, ideas yeah it gives people ideas of what to do in their relationship or in their sex life like i've done this and you know it worked for me and stuff like that and they're like oh shit you know what i'm gonna try it for my with my husband or with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. or like they try something else and i'm like dude yeah like let me try it did you know that there is actually uh there's a trick maybe you should try it my see my (laughs) This is the part where I'm like, I just don't think we should talk about it. My neighbor told me about this trick about the halls. You know, the ones that chupas? Yeah. That you put it in your mouth, los estás chupando, and then you go down on a guy, 
and it makes them feel great. Because then it's it's like it's the icy, kinda, like the hot and icy yeah. material, like you know the condom. Ponte Vicks. Que pende. <laughs> what are you trying to fix? Que estás curando? Your pussy. <laughs> no, you freak. And they, she told me that, and I'm like, dude, let me fucking try that. She, she, and she said, she's like, it's not like it was amazing for me. Like the guy fell in love with me. I was like, bet, let me try it, and I tried it. <laughs> and the person that I tried it on, he said that it felt amazing. Well, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> we might try it out this month, this night. <laughs> but yes, I do think that the more open and the more sex positivity that we embrace gives permission to people to vocalize what they enjoy and do not enjoy about sex and i do think that everyone should be able to say what they like and do not like Mm -hmm. about sex especially the do not like because i do feel that there's a lot of people that are unfortunately forced to do things that they do not like about sex and I think that when we embrace the the topic of sex, we are allowing others to be able to say, I don't like this and I do like that. Mm-hmm. I'll give this a try. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to give this a try. Or absolutely not, 110% no. I'm yeah. just not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. I do think that people are allowed to to express those things. And I think that the more that we talk about sex, we should be able to to embrace it. And, I mean, I remember that the first therapist that I ever got exposed to was on MTV. And it was this little viejita that was a sex therapist. And I was like, oh, my God, that's that's who I want to be. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted... She would talk about sex? Like yeah, she was a sex therapist. Yeah, and oh, she was really? on MTV. Like, it was late at night. Um, what were you watching, Beatriz, at late at night? MTV and a sex therapist talking about sex. <laughs> Um, oh, I hated Girls Gone Wild. Dude, it was so bad. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, again, if we had embraced it, if we had said, like, let's normalize girls taking their tops off. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, you would have, you would have females saying, like, no, this is derogatory. Do not fucking film me while I'm drunk and unconsensually taking my top off, mm-hmm. asshole, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. why I hated fucking Girls Gone Wild, but yeah, that was weird. And then totally there's like a whole, whole deep story on that. There is, yeah. I hope that, that uh, true crime podcast. Yeah. I, love that. I hope that guy rots in hell. Um, but yeah. So, again, not very ladylike to talk about, but I do think that it is something that should be embraced a lot more, yeah, is really the, the talk I, about sex. I hope people, like, I wish people can talk way more about sex as much as I do. Maybe there's sometimes you've told me too that I think that I talk way too much about it. That I think yeah. I overdo it. <laughs> yes, sometimes. yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I, I love it, and I wish other people can actually enjoy it. And I, again, in particular, females, I think that it's very common for men to talk about sex, and I don't think that it's very common for females to talk about sex like men can talk about sex and it's okay it's totally fine oh you you whatever do this do that but if a female talks about sex it makes her a hoe it makes her a slut it makes her a puta whatever how how is that why is that okay 
just because I enjoy talking about my sex life, that makes me a puta because I'm having sex with one person and I'm explaining that. Like, I'm letting the whole world, okay, well, then so be it. But I'm not going to stop. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to stop talking about and enjoy talking about sex. Which brings me to the next subject that I wanted to talk about. Oh, shit. Ho life. <laughs> or no life. <laughs> Ho life or no life. Ho life. <laughs> um, this is a phrase that we have lived by. The whole life, no life. Whole life or no life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I it's a joke to some extent. Some extent, yes. To some is. extent. Um, I remember, like, I think it was our sister that was all like, putas, and we were like, whoa, like, don't fucking call us putas. And she was all like, why y'all call yourselves hoes? And we were like, I don't know why. It just sounds different yeah, in I Spanish. Guess, yeah, like, puta sounds like really, like... <laughs> it is it's a very it's the same shit but puta sounds like very wrong like, yeah i don't want to be called a puta a hoe for sure like do this shit yeah but, like yeah so the whole life or no life phrase i guess i'll explain what it means to me and then you could explain what it means to you sure. or do you want to explain what it means to you no, first no, 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 no. so to me the whole life and no life means i i, I think it's like embracing what it's taking back what men have called us when we embrace liking sex mm-hmm. if if we like sex we're considered hoes mm-hmm. and so it's like okay then ho i am you know what i mean like i i should not be condemned for liking sex i am human at the end of the day as a man is mm-hmm. and i happen to enjoy sex I also happen to enjoy my body. And and I know that's something that a lot, a lot of people don't like about me. Because a lot of people wish that I hated my body. Mm, and yeah. I and I don't. Mm. I'm I'm in the bigger side and I don't hate my body. And I I am hundred percent positive that a lot of people wish that I did. Mm-hmm. And a a lot of people don't like that. So again, going back to like if you're not going to like it then I'm going to embrace it even more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it all, to me, it's also, you know, what I've always told my husband is that my past is not my proudest, mm-hmm. but it's something that I need to remind me of the person that I am. Mm-hmm. And so that means that at a point, I did have more than one partner um, mm-hmm. sexually. And which is, which, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing that I embrace when it comes to like the whole life or no life that I was very clear to my fuck buddies, I guess you could call that yeah. it was like, okay, but I'm not with anybody else. Um, we're going to use a condom. Mm-hmm. It's going to be protected sex and it's going to be consensual sex. Mm-hmm. So that's the overall what I get from when the phrase whole life or no life. Yeah. How do you- I, I totally agree with everything you said. <laughs> Honestly, I totally agree. I think it's okay to have, I, it's, it's okay to enjoy sex. It, I know I don't, I can't even fucking explain. No, you said it perfectly. Honestly, there's no other way for me to say it. I think you said it very, very well. And, it, I, it's exactly what I was going to say. No, you said it way better. <laughs> and no, yeah, I think enjoying your body and enjoying... Because going back to what you were saying, a lot of people 
say because we're big big girls we're not supposed to have as much sex as other people or as skinny girls which is obviously fine being skinny whatever it's, it's totally fine but we as like big girls are not allowed to have as many partners as we do mm-hmm. or, or you know and we i think we learned to embrace our body to enjoy our body and know like accepting how sexy we are and just knowing that if you're not gonna fuck me someone else who loves big girls is gonna fuck me right so yeah you said it so well we. <laughs> honestly i don't i can't even i can't even go i just yeah and then like how do you feel when i i know that i was kind of told if you want to have well, and this could be a completely different podcast when it, like, comes to being ready to be in a relationship. Um, but I know that I was told if you want to be in a serious relationship, you need to have sex with random people. Not that I was having sex with random people. I hate when people say that. I was not having sex with random people. The people that I have sex with, I knew. Dude, that's what pisses me off about being single and loving sex so much. That these people think that I have sex with random motherfuckers. And it's like, no, I know these people. The person that I'm having sex now, I've known him for years. I've known him since middle school. And I am so comfortable with him that it's like, no, you fucking assholes. Like, I'm not having sex with, like, just a random guy that's crossing the street. No, like, I have sex with people I know and know what I like and what I don't like. And people should stop thinking that... Because we call ourselves hoe. Well, me call myself a hoe because I enjoy sex. Doesn't mean that I have sex with different guys. And random guys. Random guys. And random, I was celibate um, for a whole year. I had no sex whatsoever. I wasn't an angel, but I, I had no sex. I had no, no intercourse for an entire year. I did that to love myself, not for anybody else. Um... Despite what I just said about like, oh, well, if you want to have a serious relationship, like I didn't do it for that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even have a relationship that entire year. And I was looking for a relationship. So it doesn't make a difference. It did not make a difference. It doesn't matter if you have sex or not and are, are waiting for a relationship. You know, I actually tried that whole like no sex thing. I fucking enjoy sex way too much. To you that. are so weird. I don't know if it's a problem. I don't know. <laughs> Just fucking kidding, <laughs> kidding, dude. I can No, but I, I can't. I enjoy sex way too much. I really did. Uh, you inspired me, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that's a whole other podcast. The da- The dating... And whether you're ready to date or not. Maybe that's the podcast that we could do after... The Yolanda? The Yolanda podcast. Yeah. Um, because I know you're dying to, like, get into my head when I am dying to get into your head when it comes to dating. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I do think that, you know, like you, you had said when, when we enjoy sex, we are considered hoes. So the way that I see it, it's like, okay, well, then I'm going to embrace it. Whole life or no life. Yeah. Um, I'm going to embrace enjoying sex. Right now, I embrace enjoying sex with my husband. Um, and See, and that's what I love. I love to hear that. Because 
a lot of people don't think, but sex is a very big part of a relationship. Right. And a marriage. Well, it's the same shit, right? But I think it's a it's a very big part because it's the time where you're intimate with your partner or whoever you're you're with. So I I love it when I know that you guys are still having sex because that means you still have that connection when it comes right. to, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. I just, I, I, love, I, I, I enjoy hearing that you guys, <laughs> not in a weird way, like, and my coworker thinks that it's in a weird way, and it's like, no way, like, it's literally, like, just that I know that they still feel attracted to each other in that right. sense. Right, right, yeah. And so, again, like, that's that's the, the whole meaning that I get out of like the whole life or no life and then of course like I just feel feminism comes in so many different ways and I feel that with feminism it doesn't mean that we have to stop cussing it doesn't mean that we have to hide our tattoos or drink less or you know speak less like the calladita te ves mas bonita like yeah like I feel that our form of feminism is allowing ourselves to be body positive, sex positive, tattoo positive, cussing positive, <laughs> and and most importantly, like ask like asking for the respect. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm not gonna stop being who I am until my father and my mother tell me to stop. You know, because I don't care what other people think. I, I do, I, I mean, I, I did say about the whole tattoo things, but in the end of the day, I'm not going to give a shit if you think I drink too much, because I, I, I mean, I enjoy drinking, obviously, and I go to bars by myself, and I'm not going to, until mom and dad say, stop getting tattoos, then I'm going to stop getting tattoos. If mom and dad tell me, stop drinking, then I'm going to stop. I don't care of anyone's opinion. I'm not going to stop being who I am until they say it. And a lot of times that we'll hear of very unfortunate events such as, unfortunately, you know, sexual assault, um, we hear of these stories of like, well, because of what she was wearing, because she was drunk, because she enjoys sex. We are allowed as females, we are allowed to enjoy sex. We are allowed to like drinking. We are allowed to dress however we want to dress and it does not give consent to disrespect us Mm -hmm. and and i think that that's the biggest thing out of if if you did not listen to this entire podcast and listen to this part please listen being a a female that enjoys cussing tattoos wearing i i enjoy you know wearing clothes that sometimes like show off my my assets you know um and I enjoy drinking and I enjoy sex this does not give anybody consent to do anything to me yeah and so if anything we ask that you respect us the way that we are yeah respect every female because that's how they Mm. what's the word that, that's the way they express themselves. As they should. As everyone should. And like you said, we won't stop until it affects our parents. And so when, when you were saying that, I there's a... Brene Brown is like my social work like, oh, goddess. <laughs> um, she 
says, you know, when, when you have this urge to care about what other people think, write four names in a piece of paper and then ask yourself, is the action that I'm about to take going to affect these four people? Mm, yeah. And my parents are always on that list. Mm-hmm. And if my actions do not affect them, I'm going to keep on doing what I'm, I'm doing. going to keep on doing what I'm doing. And everyone should, everyone should keep on doing themselves. And we appreciate family who listens to our podcast and appreciate us for the way that we are. We appreciate our friends that listen to our podcast and like us the way that we are. Our coworkers that listen to our podcast and love us the way that we are. And that always empower us also and encourage us to be that way that we are. Yeah, to keep on being bad bitches. To being chingonas. To being chingonas. I'll drink to that. For sure. Salud. Salud. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, today's episode was cool. It was awesome. I liked it. Yeah. Very interesting conversation. Hopefully you all join us for our next conversation this weekend. Dude, I'm going to... So it's this weekend. It is this weekend. I don't know why we're going to give this bitch our time of day, but we are. But start writing notes, <laughs> dude, honestly, because we're going to talk about this bitch, which hopefully I don't break my, my TV. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Where is it going to be? It's going to be an oxygen. Okay. And so we'll give you a recap. If you guys don't want to watch it, we'll give you a recap of all the bullshit that came out of her mouth. Bitch. Um, so join us for our next show and join us next Wednesday, which will be wine. <laughs> join us next Wednesday, which will be wine. Wednesday. You were supposed to say it with me, you idiot. Oh, the last part? Yes, dumbass. I feel like every time we fuck it up. It's like literally, it goes from like good to bad to good to bad to good to bad to bad. To bad, to bad. Okay. Wine. Down. Wait, when? who is like more excitement? <laughs> Join us next time for Wine. Down. Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, see ya. Bye, Bye. guys.